Welcome to the Agree to Disagree show, a show that discusses news, politics, and pop culture with your host, Luigi C. I want to see how many people I can agree to disagree with. We will try to solve life's great mysteries. Why is the sky blue? Why do we lean left or right? Why are we all nuts? Let's start the show. Good evening, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode 28 of the Agree to Disagree show, where we discuss current events, politics, and pop culture. And from time to time, like tonight, we try to educate you as well. A reminder to all watching, we are streaming live on Facebook and YouTube. We also will be uh, will be available as a podcast in audio format, wherever you listen to your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Uh, as I remind you, especially this evening, ladies and gentlemen, please send in your questions, your comments um, that you would uh, like to ask our guests this evening, and we will try our best to answer them all. So tonight's guest, without further ado, tonight's guest is a Montreal author, publisher, entrepreneur, and investor. Um, he wears a lot of hats. He, you're going to see he's a very knowledgeable um person in the financial industry and real estate industry. He is a good friend of mine. Um, and so let's give a round roaring welcome to Michael Steven, a.k.a. Carmen Peroni. Hey, Luigi. How are you? Mike, I don't know. What the, do I call you Michael or do I call you Carmine this evening? <laughs> Depends. Who are you uh, interviewing? <laughs> tonight, 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 I think I'm going to stick to Michael. How about that? It's going to be weird. What, what do you think? Let, let's interview Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's the first time I did this because you're my, I believe you're my second author that I'm, I'm interviewing on my podcast. Um, so it's, it's going to, it's going to be interesting. It's going to, but he, he was going with his own name. So, well, I mean, for, for, for those of you that are watching or are listening, um, Michael, aka Carmen's been a good friend of mine. We are colleagues uh, in the financial industry, so uh, tonight is is a fun is a fun episode. I uh, I have a lot of respect for Michael and um, for what he's done, for what he's taught me as well. So this is when I came up with the idea of having him on the show. So first and foremost, thank you so much for taking the time and doing the show with us. Uh, it's my pleasure, actually. Thank you for having me on. I go, uh, you know, as soon as you asked, I said yes. I go before he becomes a. Uh, you know, the next hour's turn, and uh, he's gonna forget who I am. I go, let me get on now. You know, more like it's could probably be the other opposite. Before you, when you become, I wasn't gonna say Stephen King, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, I appreciate that compliment. Yeah, I hope Howard Stern, or I'll, I'll settle for a Joe Rogan with a hundred million dollar contract. But <laughs> yeah, why not? Um, Carm, give us a brief history of of who is is uh, Carmen Peroni, uh, your background, and. How did Michael Steven come about? Carmine Peroni, uh, like you mentioned, we're uh, we're colleagues. We're in the uh, finance world. We uh, we uh, help people, um, you know, uh, achieve their dreams, uh, their, which is their their home, their first home, and then help them uh, build on top of that. And uh, for years, I've been doing that. Um, so, you know, at the beginning of last year, I said, uh, you know, it's it's nice that I've helped so many people, but now I want to. I want to expand. I want to help 
more uh, people out there and I go, you know, how do I do this? So I said, you know what, let, uh, you know, writing books came to me and I said, uh, yeah, let's, let's do that. Let me put my experience on paper. Let me ex share my experience with the rest of the world. And, uh, and that's why I started writing. I, I started writing, I'd say last uh, uh, February, March and uh, launched and published actually my first book in August. And uh, mm -hmm. Michael Steven, yeah, the, the big famous uh, question that I've uh, been getting from uh, everyone, who is this Michael Steven? You change your <laughs> name, uh, uh, you know, and so forth. But uh, Michael Steven, um, a lot of people don't realize that uh, authors use pen names, like actors use stage names. And uh, I didn't uh, want to use my name for, for many reasons. I just, I guess, wanted to keep my personal life personal. Yeah. And, um, and uh, Michael Steven is the name of my third boy. Uh, I got three boys. So when I put all the names on the table and had a meeting with the guys, I said, guys, you guys all got strengths in, in different areas. Uh, you know, my older one is strengths in the entertainment business because that's that's what he wants to be, uh, you know, a performer, etc. My uh, second one uh, helps with the youth center. He's very good with kids. And, and my third guy is more like uh, business minded, a little bit more like yeah. me. So I said, let's choose Michael Steven because it's got a good ring to it. And uh, and this uh, Michael Steven was created. And uh, six months later, uh, since my first uh, book, he's become uh, he's become a brand. It's not just a name anymore. And uh, uh, he's got four books out. He's I talk as if this guy is a whole different person. <laughs> and, and I do because he's a brand. You know, even though I'm the guy behind it, he's the um, He's the uh, the artist. He's the author. He's the uh, the guy that uh, the the world knows because Carmine Pironi. It's just a local name. I, I think it's a brilliant strategy because um, you said the mo the most important thing you said there is uh, branding, and when you do have it separate brand, that person takes that and that brand and that name and that that ultra ego, if you want, takes a life of its own. So uh, it's great to have that 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 separation between the two because you can do you can wear multiple hats when you do that right uh right now i'm in the process of having a second podcast um so you know i try you asked me before why why do i stay luigi c well you know just for an anonymity take my my last name out of it but also just to keep things separate which i think is is a is a great a business move as well so guys full disclosure before before we get into this is uh i'm in no means uh being paid to 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 uh, publicize or market uh, uh, Michael's books, but let me let me explain to you why I believe in these books. Um, because I believe in these books because of the person behind the books, which is the the person and the author. Uh, I, I truly believe I'm pretty sure that that his next books are going to be uh, some sort of motivation or just life guidance. Because I could tell you since I've met Carmen, I had the pleasure. Uh, of being his colleague and Fred now for for four four years, uh, we've become friends, and uh, I, I see things differently. And and what I mean by that is that he he inspires you to be a better person, and to want to work properly, and not be sheriff, uh, not being uh, shy or or scared of taking chances in any type of business venture. And when I say any type, I really mean any type. So which didn't surprise me when 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 Carmen told me, you know what, I'm writing books, Lou. So I, I just want to let my our people watching, people listening behind it is that it could not come from a better source because you genuinely believe 
and you generally want to help people uh, be better. Not better, but also just have try to have a better life. And you've honestly have really, um, really helped me. And you, you've, you've, uh, my wife tells me, I mean, you're, you're a different person when it comes to business <laughs> since you met Carmen, because <laughs> I'm, I'm not afraid and I, I'm not afraid. That's the bottom line. Right. So I think that's going to be the key to our conversation this evening is guys, you cannot be afraid to put these things into practice. These things that we're going to discuss about in, in a few minutes. Um, so that's my, just my little spiel and I'm not being paid to do this. Okay, guys. Uh, it's because I truly honestly believe in what we're, we're talking about and the person behind these books. Thank, that's thank you. My, my pleasure. My pleasure. So my first question to you is, uh, and you know, in typical Carmine fashion, what made you, you must've lost your head to decide to go into the most ultra competitive sector of, of authors and books in the financial books, anything having to do with financial, especially real estate investing. What made you go there? What made you, I mean, in such a, like I said, an ultra competitive sector of it. You know what? I, I got a passion for what I do. Um, you know, helping my clients uh, in the past uh, uh, so many years, I, I forgot the, the count of, of years that I've been involved in, in helping people, uh, even prior to the bank, I've always been there to, uh, to help people. And, uh, uh, I just, it's, it's the passion, you know, I got a lot of people, they, you know, there's a lot of authors out there. They just write, you know, uh, fictional books because that's their, uh, their niche. That's what they're comfortable in doing. They're dreamers and, and stuff and stuff like that. I wanted to write about stuff that I understood stuff that I had passion for stuff that I could, I know that I can help, um, you know, and, and that's why, you know, that first book that I created, there's so much passion in it. And if, you know, all my readers, as a matter of fact, the first book, you can tell uh, that a lot of love went into it, that it, it became a number one bestseller uh, very fast uh, in Canada. Uh, you know, number one bestseller in commercial real estate, number one bestseller in buying and selling homes, number one bestseller in real estate investments. And uh, like you said, this millions and millions of books and uh, uh, number one in, in, in three categories. Uh, I think there was also a fourth. Uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's insane. And, and in the States, of course, I've got a lot of competition, you know, by, uh, from, from little guys like Robert Kiyosaki, uh, Dave Rams, yeah. uh, little, guys. <laughs> <laughs> little guys, little guys, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm joking around, but the, you know, it's, yeah. it, this, these guys are amazing and, uh, I love them. They're, they're great authors. They're good at what they do. And, uh, you know, hats off to them, uh, I'm nowhere close to, to, to being where they are, but I, I'm just happy that, you know, at least, uh, you know, um, I've got the Canadian market, but, uh, my, my books, actually the, most of my books are sold in the States, um, followed by Canada and then, and then the UK, um, mm -hmm. I've sold books in 15 different countries. Um, but the, um, I'd say the foundation of the book is written, you know, more for, for North America, you know, more U.S., Canada, yeah. uh, you know, it's 195 countries in the world. I can't write, uh, uh, you know, a, a book based on everybody's economy. So at a certain point, I, I got to select and uh, I went with, uh, with what I know best, which is the, the U.S. And, and Canada. So yeah. I'm always amazed of 
what you I mean first of all congratulations on, on what you just what you just um, shared with us and but I'm always amazed at the the rapid growth and how quickly you turned around and did this so my, my first question to you is going to be and I'm sure a lot of people are probably thinking that how did you manage to turn this around from one day literally saying you know what I'm, I'm gonna write a book about real estate to four books later in less than what's the time frame again well, the first book was launched the third of August of last year, so I'd say in six months. Okay, so 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 the question is obviously going to be, how? I, I mean, yes, I think the first one, knowing you personally, is work ethic because it's endless. It really is. He is 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 one of I could compare him. He, I, I think he's my Steve Jobs or or my Elon Musk. Uh, he just he's, he's tireless, and I'm serious. I mean, I don't know how he sleeps. I don't know when he sleeps. So, but besides that, what's how how did you manage to be so efficient? Because that goes into helping what you're preaching as well. So, in terms of financial independence, and how were you able to remain so dedicated? You know what i uh, I think I've worked enough hours in my life for two three lives, uh, <laughs> and I'm not really I know, and I'm being serious about it. I've uh, I've been in many businesses where, uh, you know, to me, a regular week is 60, 80 hours. Um, to a lot of people, uh, I think 30 hours is too many, but I I, I, I don't shy away from, from work. I, I, I love it. And when you're doing something you enjoy, 80 hours feels like eight hours, uh, you know. So where do I find the time? You know, some people, they um, they make an hour or two uh, for, for, you know, doing uh various things for me was to you know what let me uh let me put my passion on paper let me start doing something that uh that i could leave behind uh you know and uh, the day the day i'm no longer there something that uh, that's going to carry on mm -hmm. and um it, it's just you know I, this is what i want this is what this is what it, it what what what, enjoy, what i enjoy doing so you know everybody's got their uh, their passions I think you set up. Uh, I think you said a great thing there, which which I, I I'm sure we share the sentiment because we come up, we came from a uh, Italian background, and uh, I think hard work was instilled in us. Um, so growing up, we worked crazy hours, and, and and you know we both were in the restaurant reception hall business, and 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 you owned the restaurant. That's how you started pretty much. Um, so I believe that when you grow up and you've putting those 70, 80 hours per week, then everything else after that seems like nothing, right? I mean, everything else after that seems like a walk in the park and a joy to actually say, you know what, I'm going to write four books in six months or or um, while, while, while raising three kids and holding a full-time job as a mortgage specialist like myself and like, like, uh, like Carmine. Um, but, but, but it's, is, you know, they say that you haven't worked a day in your life um as long as you enjoy it right so i think if people are are gonna give their advice if we're gonna give people advice um guys it's hard work it's it's it's, it's not difficult it's hard work you have to put the hours in to reap the benefits later on of not having to work so hard is you have to put it in at the beginning absolutely, absolutely. um that's that's the way i think that's the way we see it so um i, I wanted to you know, in today's um, consumer-driven spending, Canadians, Americans overspending, high debt ratios, debt-to-income ratio, 
um, people that won't pay back their 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 debts in 15 lifetimes because just the interest on credit cards and credit lines they will never ever pay back. Um, I think it's really time to take your financial freedom back, which leads me to say your timing on this book couldn't be any more perfect because of what we're living now during this pandemic. Because if if you don't have not even close to any type of financial freedom, like most Canadians, I forgot what the statistics were, Carm. I believe they were 70% of Canadians. I'm not sure in Canada, uh, in the US, and I'm sure you can help me that. 70% of Canadians, if not higher, admitted to being one missed paycheck away from not being able to meet their monthly obligations. Think about that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, it's very, if you don't have, you know, it's scary. People don't even have three months put aside as savings. Never mind, you know, like it's, you're, you're right. One pay, one paycheck or two paycheck and they're done. Okay. And uh, with the COVID and everything that we've been going through, uh, a lot of people, uh, you know what they say, and there's more more divorce cases now than than ever. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 always about money. Um, yep, money breaks everything. And uh, in the states, I mean, here it's bad. In the states, there are over 14 trillion in, in debt, and 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 most of the debts, yes, are student loans and uh, and, and credit cards and, and and so forth. But you know what? To to, to pay back a twenty thousand uh, dollar credit card is harder than paying a, a two hundred two hundred fifty thousand dollar mortgage. The interest kills you. Okay, so um, you know, I, my first book, the you know, uh, financial freedom to to uh, to financial freedom to <laughs> financial freedom. <laughs> real estate. I got so many books. I'm trying to financial <laughs> real estate. Um, I find the Canadians love it, uh, even though Americans are my uh, you know biggest market. Canadians love it. My second book, Getting Out of Debt. Uh, I sold more copies in the States and the UK and Canada is in third. So, you know, you, you can tell already who's in trouble um, by just the way, uh, you know, to see where these books get sold. And, and obviously, you yeah. know, that the US and the UK too are having issues uh, and, and Canada does have, but the Canada, they're more into, I want to build, you know, you got a foundation. You cannot build if you don't have a foundation. So, uh, the Americans and 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 uh, and the British, they're just they're under the foundation. So they got to get out of that hole before they can start building on top of it. Us, we tend to want to build, but we we we're, we can't. We we are in debt. Okay, we are in debt, and uh, that's why the second book also teaches people how to uh, to get out of that debt, and then start building on top of that. I I believe doesn't matter um, who you are. I I really believe it. Uh, you could. Uh, gain financial freedom, even if you're earning 30, 40,000 a year. Listen, my first book, um, it even says, it's in the title, I guarantee that it's going to work. You could start building uh, a real estate empire with 10, 15, $20,000. People say, how can that be? It's impossible. If you buy the book, you will understand. Okay. Uh, chapters one to six teaches you uh, what uh, you're getting into. Like in any business, you don't just get into a business, right? You got to learn it, right? Chapter one to six will teach you that. Might be boring for a, a big, uh, you know, a tycoon that's already been in the in, in the business. But chapter seven doesn't matter how big you are, 
chapter seven, a lot of people didn't know about it because I, I, I got, listen, I get a ton of fan mail. Uh, you know, I, I, not, I jotted down some of them. I, I got the first lieutenant of the U.S. Army, okay, who's become mm-hmm. a big fan. He's written to me. Uh, what really touched my heart was a, um, last week a 14-year-old kid uh, sent me an email saying, uh, Mr. Mr. Stephen, uh, your book is the first book I ever bought and I read. And he goes, it, 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 it inspired me. He goes, uh, I'm going to be buying all the rest of your books. At 18 years old, I'll be ready to build my real estate empire. Wow. A 14-year-old kid saying that, I say, okay, now everything I've done is, is, is worth it. And, uh, and a ton of other fans, you know, fans from Sweden, uh, you know, Winnipeg. Uh, I got guys that they just love, they love the book and they love this, this Michael Steven. And it's amazing. Well, what I, uh, um, well, actually, we'll just go to chat real quick. Um, where can the books be bought, uh, Dario Vitalywoods? Uh, I'm going to be putting in the show notes after the fact. Uh, it, mostly, I think it's all on Amazon, correct, uh, Carm? Amazon. Amazon is my, uh, my big base, but you'll find my books on Goodreads, uh, BookBub, uh, Ingram Sparks. But Ingram Sparks is more a, a platform where they sell to libraries and so forth. So I, I did put my book on there. Uh, as a matter of fact, by the way, 90, 95% of my sales are the paperback for whatever reason, people are not really into eBooks. Uh, uh, this type of book, people want to actually hold it, uh, so they could read it, uh, make notes. You know, if you want to get in this type of business, we're not, uh, you know, it's, I, I, I would agree that paperback is the, the better option. And, uh, but yeah, yeah, I think, uh, you know what, I think I sent you the website. You could, uh, yes. you, put it somewhere and uh amazon is is the place to go it, uh, yeah it will be in the show notes all the all the uh the links uh the bios and all that will be what 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 i also love is the simplicity of the books they're very very uh easy to understand step by step but i wanted to before we get into the real estate aspect of it because i think that we can have one without the other um getting out of debt or Let's put it, uh, we could put it in two ways, getting out of debt and how not to get into debt, that we won't need to read that book. What? What's? Let's. Can we share a few things, just a few pointers, uh, things that we could, we, we, we could, we could avoid, we could, we could do. Um, you know, I, I go with the old adage, if you can't afford it, don't buy it. Correct. Okay? That's, that's, um, that's mine. But if, 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 if you do find yourself in debt and getting out of debt, what would be some pointers? Very quick, uh, simple pointers. Where would you start, Karn? Honestly, if you can, if you keep on digging a hole, you you got to stop. And how do you stop? By cutting your credit card. If you do not have the cash, it means you cannot afford it. Mm-hmm. Very simple. You cannot live on borrowed money. Okay. Uh, of course. You know, banks don't like to hear that. Um, but if you cannot afford it, honestly, um, just cut your credit card or keep your credit card limit at a, at a minimal. But even a credit card limit at a minimal, you're going to be missing payments. You're going to be damaging your credit bureau. So it's not a good idea because then when it comes to financing, you want to buy a house and stuff. You know, if your credit bureau is all broken up, basically your old mortgage is going to be broken up. It ain't going to yeah. work. And I find myself a lot of times teaching uh, clients uh, how to patch those cracked, that crack foundation. I always use a credit bureau as a foundation because mm-hmm. you, 
You know, if your credit bureau is all cracked up, you cannot build a house on a cracked foundation. So you got to patch that foundation. I give them little tricks. Sometimes they come and see me. They just don't, they don't, it doesn't work out. I say, here's, you know, I feel almost like a doctor. I give them things to do. I go here, here's your prescription. Come and see me in six months. So the, the ones that really want will follow that. And uh, it's incredible how, you know, a lot of people, all they have to do is be put back on track uh, be taught, educated how things are uh, are supposed to be done, and you know it gives me it gives me so much joy when they do that and they come back and they get their dream home. Why? And it's because they followed that and they and they say, Karma, if you wouldn't have told us this, okay, um, today we still wouldn't be able to buy. And they had gone to other institutions where uh, where they just brushed them off. And yeah. and you know what? Do you know it? Doing the mortgage. You know, I don't want to say anything. Anybody could do it. I was going to say any donkey could do it. <laughs> giving, giving advice, I, I'm telling you, I think uh, 80, 80, 90% of, of, of mortgage specialists don't know to give advice. Yep. And I don't know what they're doing in this business because you're not just there for mortgage. You're there to educate your client, to prepare them. Once they buy and I finance that house, I'm already talking about their uh, income property. I go, guys, yep. now you can do this, 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 and that, and come and see me in a year or two because now your next step is is buying a revenue property. Now it's to start planning for your future, for your for your 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 pension. And uh and, and that's important. Yeah, absolutely. And if I could just add to that, is um I think if if we're sharing because we, we have these discussions together, um, is is going that step further in terms of educating people on very simple stuff, but you have to take the time to educate them on. And, and guys, don't forget that your financial freedom of whether it be in real estate or any type of other investments, but especially with real estate, comes from having a very good credit bureau and credit behavior. It seems like it's very simple, but you would be surprised that how many people will suffer financially for many years because of a lack of bad credit, because that bad credit will fall you around like some smelly pair of underwear. Let's put it this way, okay? It will always be attached to you. The stench is always going to be there, guys. And if you do not clean it up, then there's no way that you could take that first step to your financial freedom and invest, start investing in small real estate and then flip it and then or reinvest and refinance it and put a down payment for the next one. It all stems, you were talking about foundations and cracked foundations. If that foundations is cracked, your credit is not good, you're not going anywhere, okay? So if 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 I'm gonna give, you know, that advice, that would be it. That would be it. Take care of your credit, especially when it comes to real estate investment, because one of your biggest uh, obstacles is actually getting the credit. And if your credit is strong and it's good, then the rest will will come pretty much easier to you. If you got a good credit. You can buy. It's just a question of how much. <clears throat> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, when it comes to now, we we move forward to actual real estate investment. Um, what would be what's a good stepping stone? If if we could if we could uh, if we could say that how 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 do we how do we start that 
ball and and keep that ball rolling and like a, like a snowball and it becomes a bigger ball and how do we start it for those people you said it before someone that doesn't know if they're younger or they just or they're even middle age or whatever and they just want to take that first step what is the best first step first step is to buy my book <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> shameless plug it's, it's your show <laughs> you know what it, it's because i'm going to give away a lot of the secrets so uh, that's why yeah. i said book because you know chapter seven is where the secret is you know in, in that first book this, it's a seven chapter uh, book uh don't worry about it. it's not the size of, of a bible you'll be no. able to read it in maybe four hours five hours if you're slow. Yeah. and if you don't know to read you know what i've got all your books so just listen to it um, so, uh, audiobooks is also the future. Uh, anybody that knows, uh, uh, audiobook is, is more and more in demand and, um, eventually it's going to take over, uh, the, uh, the paperback and the ebooks. Uh, so, so, you know, you, you got to start with something, you know, it, it's almost, it, it's, it's almost impossible to buy with no money, but you could. Okay. Um, you know, the chapter seven in, in that first book is uh, is going to give you the little secrets how you can buy with even 10, 15,000. I could take a room of 18-year-olds, okay? And I say 18 because that's the legal age to uh, mm-hmm. own a property and to get a mortgage um, and make them uh, financially free within 10 years, okay? Just by following the step-by-step guide in that book. It's, it's almost impossible to mess up. The only way you're going to mess up is if you think you know better, okay, and especially that you don't have experience and that you overpay for a certain property, uh, then you can get yourself in trouble. But if you um, follow the steps and do what I tell you to do, I even send actually free checklists to people that buy the book uh, that will guide you, okay? Um, and uh, some of the checklists is, is calculators of what to calculate, how to calculate, uh, uh, to make offers and, and to actually, you know what, I've, I've got opportunities to buy many properties and I'd have to say 90%, 95% of the time, I'll say no to the deal mm-hmm. because it just doesn't make sense. So even if I get that one uh, diamond in the rough, uh, it's, it's, it's worth it. Because those other 99, if you're gonna get one out of 100, those other 99 could kill you. If if you're not, if you don't do what's supposed to get done, just be patient. You'll get, you'll get that 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 deal. Yeah. What 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 um, you you made me think about something about starting off young, and the education behind it. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a story, but I'm gonna read uh, a comment from a, a good friend of ours, uh, Vincent uh, Sariano, as a uh, real estate agent. Great topic, Luigi. Thanks, Vince. Taught my sons that a credit card is a 30-day loan that comes due every month. If people stay disciplined with a credit card, it can help them big time in building one's credit to invest. That is such a great analogy of the way you put that, isn't it? It's like a 30-day loan uh, and, and, and instilling that education in our children, which, which leads me to the education system, right? The, I truly believe that our education system needs to be revamped. And one of them should be based in reality. When I say reality, reality living. Uh, what is it to have a, a good credit? What is it to balance your, what is it, a what? what's a budget? How, what's the importance of having a good credit? Or, you know, just explaining it's so simple and just eloquently. I love it the way he just, the way, the way he, um, he explained it. And, but the guys, I can't overstate the power of educating your children. 
I'll tell you why, because I remember this, this brother and sister I've done, I believe three mortgages for them. Okay. They both have modest incomes there. I believe I financed, I don't recall. I believe I financed their ninth, 10th and 11th properly property. And, and I said, guys, and I just love this, this, this brother and sister, they were just so nice and so uh, knowledgeable and, and sharing their, and I said, guys, what's your secret? You know what? He says, Luigi, it's our parents. It's still it is at a very young age. They were real estate investors and they instilled it at us in a very young age. They, they instilled the importance of financial freedom of, of, um, of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, being responsible and teaching us what the importance was of credit and investing and making proper decisions, but from a very young age. And then here you could see the result of that, the result of, of these, you know, teachings at such a young age, here they are uh, 20 years later and they literally have millions in real estate and and I don't know how many doors in total they had. It, it was quite impressive, but it was so simple. He says we owe it all to our parents. They instilled it to us uh, at a very young age. And it is important. And I like his comments also. I mean, yes, credit card will build your your credit. Uh, uh, when I said if you can't, you know, get out out of debt to cut your credit card, that's for the people that you know are like already in trouble. You 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 got to do that. The secret to keep a healthy credit bureau is not to pass 60% of your credit limit. That is pretty much the magic number. So if you've got a $2,000 limit, try to stay at 1,200. Why? Because the system, you know, Equifax in Canada, you 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 will, um, it's a system, it's a machine, okay? It's gonna look at what you did the month before. It's gonna say, okay, he still, you know, has capacity, didn't need it. He doesn't have to live with borrowed debt or, or borrowed money, so let's, you know, keep this score healthy. You know, you're going to be in the 700s and the 800s. But if you're going and paying only those 20 $30 a month, you're not doing yeah. yourself a favor. I mean, listen, no. credit card is, 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 it's a temporary thing. So try to respect that limit 60%. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. And if I may also just, again, add something to that is guys, I know it's, it's, um, it's going to seem funny, but the algorithms, there are so many algorithms that go into calculating your credit score. You would be amazed from, from where you work, how long you've worked, where you lived, how long you've lived there, uh, your minimum payments, are they made on time? Have you surpassed 60% like, uh, like uh, Michael just said? Um, and also, very important is the quality of your credit cards. When I say quality is try to avoid those little mom and pop shop or capital one credit cards, stay with the bigger banks, especially if we are talking about here in Canada, stay with your RBC, stay with your TD, stay with your national bank, stay with your, uh, you know, uh, Scotia, the big banks, the, the big names, because that has a huge effect on your credit score as well. So, um, I, I think, you know, I, I think we, we've, uh, we've, we've, we've covered that as well, but, I wanted to also ask you, we we were having a discussion today, um, uh, which which I found which I found pretty pretty, um, and I want to get your thoughts on this. Is that I was worried about because one of your books is uh, commercial real estate, right? Right. Um, I was really worried about commercial real estate because 
what this pandemic is and i'm thinking this pandemic is going to show companies that you know they don't need to have those big commercial spaces anymore uh more people are going to work from home um but you see once again i had that short sightedness when when one of our other colleagues said yeah but you know what guys with every with every um problem comes a new opportunity and he says you know what with this new amazon market um everyone buying um uh, online these huge companies need places to store these these whether it be fedex or ups or or intelcom they need places to 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 store and need a space of all these packages that are trillions and trillions of packages and dollars that are going around from amazon they need storage units and these are these are commercial real estate so my my question to you is what is your take and, and how did you approach the commercial real estate book that you wrote? The, the commercial real estate, uh, I use the title because a lot of people, uh, when it comes to multi-units, they'll call it commercial real estate. So okay. when you buy an eight unit, an eight unit, a 10 unit. Mm-hmm. So commercial real estate, and, and my, my, by the way, when I when I write the books and I do my, my research, uh, a lot of it uh, is written based on, on the US of A. Uh, and and I implement, you know, then I implicate, I, I put Canada in there, and I, and I and I work with that. And like I mentioned before, I cannot talk about all the countries because it would never sure. finish. But uh, so I use commercial because that's that's what all this is considered to a lot of people. I don't talk only about commercial, commercial, and you know, storefronts and stuff like that. Uh, I, I talk about multi units, different ver- mm-hmm. different. Uh, categories of commercial okay uh today's conversation that we had is because and and i'm I'm, i've been saying this for the longest time is that eventually um stores are going to become smaller Uh, Mm -hmm. there's not going to be much storefront everything is you know it's amazon it's all warehouses warehouses there is a large demand uh if we use montreal for example you don't find and and if you find it's like it's going to get sold fast Warehouses are in big demand because uh, uh, everything is online. And if you do have a little storefront, what you're going to do is go in, you say, okay, try the shoe. It works good. Boom. You're going to order through Amazon and Amazon is going to ship it to you tomorrow. You, you don't need to store stuff anymore. You just need to, yeah. you just need to go in to, to, to get a foot size. If you want to order shoes, you just got to go in. It, it, it's almost like, uh, I don't know if you remember consumer distributing where yes. you front you you checked off what you wanted they went in the back and they went to get it for you well the back is amazon and they're going to be delivering it to you you're just going to walk into the store to to see that one example and listen amazon you order today i could order now and the guy's going to ring my doorbell okay so <laughs> why would you want why would you want to have uh, you know a whole store and deal with the shipping and and, and the whole headache when amazon is doing it for nothing uh so that's what, what 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 the topic was. Commercial is just general, you know, basically yeah. multi units and stuff like that. So so, so here's the thing, right? Uh, w- with commercial now, is that this? I think the commercial, the warehousing aspect, is is gonna uh, is gonna change the, the look of commercial because they, you know, a lot of commercial owners, real estate owners, were worried, but because of this new phenomenon. Um, it, it's really changing the game, and, and also to, to add the other thing, when you're you're talking about multi multi unit dwelling, uh, five, six, seven, eight plexes, nine plexes, where they're all residential, um, you know the, the the demand will always be there, especially in Canada, right? With the with the with right. the influx of of immigrants, 
um, not everybody is going to get a mortgage and not everyone is going to be interested in, 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 in getting a mortgage. So um, I, I think that that's, that's very important because see the beauty of real estate guys is it, it, here's the way I see it. And this is the way I try to tell friends or even clients that we're talking about is that real estate, you're not making money unless you're flipping or, you know, uh, but it's it's a long term project, right? It's 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 a short, it's a very slow marathon, very slow marathon. The beauty of it is that you're making money, hopefully on a monthly basis, but in the long run and capitalization, which means someone else is paying your mortgage. So this is the the, the real beauty of real estate. And don't forget that people will always need a place to live. This is one basic human needs, right, guys? So it's not going anywhere. You can't have a recession. Recession is not going to, oh, we don't need whole housing anymore. No, people will always need housing, right? Uh, because then if, if they don't, then, you, you you know, you end up like L.A., which has, I don't know, 70,000 homeless, which Montreal is not looking so good lately either. Um, so, so, so these, I think, are, are the most important um, uh, aspects of it. Uh, let, let's uh, let's answer some questions, uh, Carmen. So less you use your credit, the higher your score. If you barely use your credit card and you spend $100 today and then go online in your bank account the same day to pay your credit card, the same $100, does the increase and maintain your high score? Does it increase and maintain your high score all the time? Pretty much. To, uh, yeah. Pretty much. Um, you know, this is that that's a test. You know what? A credit card is a test to see if you're responsible. That's That's pretty much what it is. Uh, a lot of people have gotten credit cards and never used them. Uh, just make sure your credit card, for it to be serious, uh, like Luigi mentioned, you got to have, uh, uh, try to deal with the six big banks uh, if you're here in, in Canada. Uh, because, you know, uh, not to, to take anything away from MBNA and, and Canadian Tire and President's Choice and everything else. It's just that when you when you want with uh when you got a, a one of the big six bank credit cards it's it's more credible and and have a, a limit of about 2500 at least because a 500 dollar credit card even if it's uh one of the six banks it's not enough it, it does not give a uh, a lender uh enough um, juice to say okay you know what we we we, I, we believe that you can handle it but when you have a $2,500 limit and you've had it for, for a while and, 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 and even if it's at zero, basically you're saying, I don't need the credit. So you, mm -hmm. you, you follow it. The problem is, is when you, you know, when you're maxed and you're, you're and you're paying just the $20, then a lender is going to say, well, hold on a second. If this guy's have a, is having a hard time to pay $20 on a credit card, how is he going to pay his mortgage? You understand? It's got to make sense. They test you. That's what a credit card is, is to test you. So yeah, you could spend your hundred and, and pay it right away. That's okay. It's going to maintain it. And, and, and the magic number is 680 and up. So, uh, you know, you know, level two is 650 to 680 and under 650 it's case by case, depending what happens. Obviously, if you don't, uh, the number one, uh, you know, thing that, that actually screws credits uh, is cell phones. I mean, so many people yeah. are fighting their cell phone companies. They're fighting uh, their gyms because <laughs> they haven't paid their gym membership. Yeah. They signed for a year, but after a month, they cancel. Yeah. Uh, ambulance. People get rushed to the hospital. Yeah, but my employer said he was going to pay for it. Just pay your ambulance and then go after your employer because I've seen these things will, will make you lose 50, 100 points. And then who, who's actually losing? You are. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, not your employer, not your, your, your gym guy, just do what you got to do. But yeah, we, we, we've gone away, you know, with the insurers, we've got a, you know, insurers and banks, whatever we, we get away with it sometimes because when it's a cell cell phone, we say, come on, yeah, for a cell phone, it's not like the guy's not going to be able to pay, but be responsible with your credit cards. Very important. And not, and not a car loan. A car loan doesn't build your credit. A car exactly. loan is fixed. You have no control. It's a fixed payment. Your credit cards will test you. Yeah. And uh, guys, I cannot overestimate the importance of uh, what he, what, what, what Michael just said, the importance of paying your cards on time. And because here's a, a little education here, just as recent as I believe uh, maybe five years ago, uh, the the bells of this world were not uh, were not reporting to uh, the credit bureau, but uh, since about five six years, right, uh, Carmen? If I'm not mistaken, it's been five a six years ago they started. Yeah, um, so so it's very important. Yes, even paying your bell and your videotron here in Quebec is very important. So and, um, until eight years ago, not even mortgages were there. Yeah, exactly. Bought a house every day. Nobody knew. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Vincent says, my son's just bought a first property with me to renovate and flip at 23 and 26 because of what Michael Stevens books teaches. And by watching me build wealth with my own property portfolio and learn, uh, the right way to build wealth in real estate. Michael Stevens is correct in saying right guidance, taking the right steps. Anyone can change their lives. Really so nice. I, I assume this person bought the book. <laughs> yeah. Thank always you. Uh, always stay on top of your credit report. Make sure it is up to date. Yes, Vincent, absolutely. Yes, very important too, guys. Make sure that it is up to date, that there's stuff that should not be there should be taken out. You have the right to make those uh, requests. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done it for my own. There was stuff there that was very old that shouldn't have been there. I just filled out a, a, a form online, sent it in, and it was corrected. So uh, that's very important as well. Keep a very close eye on it, especially if you know that there's upcoming um, uh, plans that you're making for, for any type of real estate. The the, the Eckhart days, okay, when you go to Brick and Bromarcino and all these places, the Eckhart yeah. days, uh, for whatever reason, a lot of times the last payment just keeps on lingering in the credit bureau. So check it if it's there ask uh, Equifax to remove it. Uh, that last payment is, uh, is always a, a bummer. Um, yeah. Whatever reason it doesn't erase itself. Exactly. Uh, Dario asks, uh, I have a TD visa credit card with a couple thousand limit on it and I never use and a capital one Costco MasterCard with 3000 limit that I never reached the limit, but use more than my visa. Should I switch around to better my credit score? No, I, I wouldn't say that makes a big yeah. difference. Uh, no, I don't think so because it's still a Mastercard. So exactly, it's uh, yeah, it is a Mastercard yeah. and it is Costco. It, it's it's you know, Capital One is uh, you know you, you know the problem with Capital One is that it's uh, when when you go bankrupt or uh, when you got issues, okay, and to start <laughs> rebuilding, they're the only ones that are going to give you a three hundred dollar credit card and you start building. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of institutions uh, they'll give you a credit card, but you have to feed it it's basically your money that you're feeding uh your card and and after six months if you are responsible with your own money then the bank starts giving you credit but uh capital one just for whatever reason i don't know why costco went with capital one it's not you know it is what it is basically uh, not not to insult anybody but uh, capital one they'll give it even to the homeless people it's uh, <laughs> it's just the easiest card you can get you know yeah. so 
No, but it's good. With Costco, it's 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 good. It's good, and uh, it's good. You got the TD. TD is you know it's even it's at zero. It's still it's helping you. So continue mm -hmm. doing what you're doing as long as uh, you're you're not late late on your payments and you try to to stay at that you know sixty percent or less of the capacity uh, of your, uh, your limit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what what would be <coughs> sorry, what would be your best advice for for besides buying your book? Uh, for for <laughs> for people uh, wanting to get into real estate, what would what should be the first step besides having a good credit score? Uh, what what would you What would you tell these people? If you have ten, fifteen thousand to play with, you could start building your wealth, and I'm really serious about it. So. If you don't have that money, I suggest you start, you know, I, I've always said it, when, when you when you get a paycheck, open a separate account or go see your your uh, your, your counselor at the at, at your uh, at your bank and have them set up a uh, systematic withdrawal. Pay yourself before you pay anybody else. So mm -hmm. if you're making a thousand a week, you get that thousand dollar check minus minus Trudel, you're probably left with a hundred bucks. But <laughs> <laughs> let's say you got a bit more, but you gotta put you know 10, 15, maybe 20% if you can aside. So that's you're paying yourself first for your, your hard work. Yeah. That that becomes your saving. That becomes your 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 step, your baby steps towards early retirement. And you, you might think, yeah, but it's fifty hundred dollars. Trust me, that fifty hundred dollars over time. Okay, it's like that's that, that avalanche effect, a snowball that becomes an yes. avalanche. Put it away, put it away, put it away. Now, if you could do it faster, or it's gonna take you a little longer, if you don't start, you're not gonna go nowhere. Put it aside. Uh, once you got that ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. And you follow the step by step. Again, I don't want to get too much into it. Then I'm going to be just giving the whole secret away of the yeah. book. But I, I, and the secrets, by the way, it's not only proven by me, myself, my personal life. And that's the beauty of the book is, is personal experiences. Is it's it's also when I uh, uh, when I ask uh, some you know well-to-do people uh, in my circle uh, their secrets. Uh, I, I I know people that are you know today worth 50, 60, 70, 80 million dollars, and you say. Mm -hmm. What was your, um, how did you become so rich or how did you build so much wealth? The common denominator is pretty much all the same. And um, and and 90% of, of millionaires in the world have become so through real estate, nothing real estate. else, through real estate. Yeah. You know, in the book, I talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Everybody thinks Arnold uh, Terminator and so forth. He's made his millions through movies. No. No, he was working at a gym, made some money from the gym, uh, invested in real estate. Real estate made him his first million, and it gave him the freedom. Okay, Financial freedom is not only it, – it's monetary value, but it, it gave him the freedom to pursue his dream, which was acting. Uh, was he a good actor? Well, I don't know about that. But <laughs> made... He's a cigar smoker, cigar smoker, so let's let's be oh, nice. Yeah. He's a good guy. He's a good guy, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the thing is, it, 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 it gave him enough freedom, enough wealth, passive income to pursue his dream, which was acting, but uh, it's not acting. Uh, Warren Buffett, real estate, it, he had passive income. He had money to invest in the market and, and the market, he started making money. But 90% of the of the millionaires of this world is uh, it, it has been done through real estate. And 
this is what it is. So start putting some money aside. Start paying yourself before anybody else and you will get there. What I loved what you said is that it really is um, it really is about it's not about the money, guys. It's what the freedom gives you. The freedom gives you to pursue other businesses. The freedom gives you um, the opportunity and the time to do things that you love in life, spend more time with your with your kids, spend more time with your spouse. Um, uh, just do things that you always wanted to do. Learn how to play guitar, whatever, it, whatever it is. Sit down, have a scotch and a cigar without having to worry about being at a nine to five. This is what really real estate investment has brought to me. And and what I love is that, guys, if I'm going to give you a piece of advice from a, a fairly new, I just started my real estate portfolio. Um, I'm so glad I, I am. And I remember asking uh, Michael for advice. I remember asking for other uh, colleagues that uh, had huge portfolios, real estate portfolios. And you know what they told me? And I'm going to tell everybody watching and listening to this. This guy's all you have to do is start. I'm telling you guys, it was told to me and I'm like, oh, I don't know. No, guys, I'm telling you all the, the nervousness, all the thinking twice. Can I do it? Can I live with the risk? I'm not going to sleep at night. Guys, I'm telling you, take that first step. That first property will lead to others. And after it will literally be a walk in the park. It's Absolutely. that first step. It's that Absolutely. first step. I, I, I truly believe that. So, um, by the way, I, sorry, yeah, go ahead. By the way, sorry. Uh, today, okay, the millennials of today, to start building, you need to 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 you need to have at least three doors, okay. And three doors, it doesn't matter where you are in the world or what your market is like. If it represents a thousand dollars a door, okay, and three doors is three thousand a month, thirty six thousand a year. But don't forget, if you start at an early age, let's say you start at twenty, okay, you're building. Imagine at 45, let's say you don't refinance and you don't do the, you know, you put on 25 years. By 45, you're building a spade. Okay. You got a, probably a building worth, you know, over a million bucks because, you know, everything goes up. Uh, passive income continuously coming in. But that's not where it stops because I, I would have, I would tell you after five years, 10 years, no, you're going to refinance and three doors will become six, will become nine, and will become, will become, will become. So, it's a machine that you will not be able to stop. It's just mm -hmm. going to be continued. So like Louis said, start. If you never start, you'll always be at ground zero. You know, it's, it's <laughs> you're not going to go nowhere. One door is better than zero. So do something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Because don't forget, uh, and, and I know the book teaches this, is we have to make, literally have to make our own pensions. Because uh, gone are the days of our parents where you had secure jobs and secured pensions that doesn't exist anymore so once again we're going to reiterate it because you need to be reminded of this guys you cannot if you if you refuse to put money aside for rsps then you have to create your pension somehow or else how are you going to live when we're older because god knows government's not going to have any money left for us when we retire i guarantee it they're i guarantee it they're, they're giving out invisible money fake money yeah so 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 this is truly self uh self uh preservation it really is. I, I think it is a, um, you know, uh, it's a human, a human interest story. It is really, we need to preserve uh, uh, and make whatever preserved money we're making now um, for our future, because uh, I don't know what it's going to look like when we're, when we're ready to retire and the younger generation as well are ready to retire. 
um, I'm, I'm not willing to to take that chance. So, and, and another thing, you know, I want I want to use myself as an example, guys. I'm 45. I started my real estate portfolio last year. I was 44. Okay, so I'm up to three properties now at this point. It's never too late, guys. Never it's too. Late. Never too late. And I said a thousand today, but imagine 25 years. It's gonna probably be five thousand a month. You're yeah. making fifty. You're you're gonna. That's your pension. Forget yeah. about the government. Yeah. Government uh, is just don't rely on them. Yeah. Don't trust them. I mean, I'm telling you, I, we're not gonna get on, on top of politics there. Oh no. Think <laughs> for yourself. Have, Nobody else have, will. <laughs> yeah, we had such a nice, enjoyable conversation. Let's not ruin it with that tonight. Not tonight. Um, Michael wanted me to. Um, do you want to explain your your little uh, contest or or um, how, yeah. how do you want to do that? Yeah. Basically, all the listeners uh, that uh, that want to have a chance of winning my limited edition, uh, numbered and autographed paperback version of my book. Um, there's only 369 that I will number of each version of my books. Um, why 369? That's a conversation for another time. Okay. Uh, but only 369 will be numbered. Autographed, I mean, all autographed, a million, I don't care, but numbered and autographed, only 369. Um, so if you want to get yourself uh, or get a chance to get one of those, send me an email. Uh, Luigi will put it somewhere, but it's very simple. Yep. It's michael at thebestsellerbooks.com. And uh, you know what? I'll... Uh, I'll, uh, you know, draw a name and, uh, or Louis will draw a name and he'll announce uh, the winner. And, uh, and also if you want to be part of my review team, because uh, I, I do have a review team. Well, what what review team, the team does is uh, before I launch my books, before I publish mm -hmm. my books, um, usually about two weeks before uh, I send you an ebook version, you, uh, you read it, it's free, I give it to you and uh, you leave me an honest review. So that's what my review team does. Um, you know, um, I've got, I think, 93 people in my review team, but uh, I, I want to narrow it down to, to my 20, you know, maybe 30 max. I mm -hmm. just want uh, good people that enjoy the book and not just do it to get a free book. It's not about the free book. It's about enjoying the book. And a lot of my review team, but sometimes, you know, when we write, uh, even though I go through uh, through my editors and we go back and forth, you know, there's a lot of work behind the book. We just don't produce a book just like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. There's a lot of steps through the their editing and the formatting. I do... Um, I do ask the review team also to find little, you know, mistakes because we're human. Eh? We could read, we could read gibberish, and we'll understand what's read. What exactly. We're reading. But when you start looking word by word, we'll always find uh, an error. So they, you know, they bring it to my attention. And when I produce a book, I want to make sure that it's perfect. Okay, so, uh, so you could be also part of my review team, and um, you know, you're welcome. Let me know, uh, and that's it. So uh, one, one other uh, thing before uh, before anything, when sure. we said pen names, okay. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people don't, you know, Stephen King. They uh, they don't realize that Stephen King has already used uh, names like uh, Richard uh, Bachman, okay, yes. to write a different uh, type of book because Stephen King. You think that name, you think you know uh, horror movies. So he wanted to get out of there and, and write a, something else. So he reached, you, you know, he was listening. He had a book of Richard. Uh, I forget the type of book he had on his desk was Richard something, and then he was listening to uh, uh, Backman music, and he goes, "Okay, Richard Backman." <laughs> Backman turned in overdrive. <laughs> and nobody knew for five years that it was Stephen King, and after people kind of linked it, he stopped it. Okay, but just to say, there's uh, E.L. James, okay, known as Erica Leonard. She's uh, the writer of Fifty Shades of Grey. Again, mm -hmm. pen names, uh, Doctor Seuss. The real name is Theodore Seuss. 
uh, Giselle, uh, Mark Twain, and, and Thomas Jefferson uh, uh, Snodgrass is the same. Okay, Mark Twain is it's, it's Samuel Clemens. Uh, we could go on and on and on. Okay, just to give you uh, an idea that uh, mm -hmm. actors we do use pen names because I, I get a lot. I get a lot of people telling me, Carm, why didn't you use your real name?" It's just I wanted to create a brand more than anything. So Michael Steven was the brand, and uh, and 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 that that was my decision, and I and I and I and I, uh, and I enjoyed that, and I, I you know I'm happy that I chose that. Absolutely, uh, I, I think it has a great ring to it, and uh, so 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 um, I think a lot of people, judging from some of the comments, saying thank you, uh, Luigi. Glad I joined your podcast, uh, but thank you, uh, thanks Vince for for tuning in. Um, Pavico says Luigi rocks and Carmen is a star. <laughs> thank you so much. I'm I'm pretty thank sure you. that uh, that Dario as well. Um, uh, appreciate it as well with his comments. That was one of my loyal listeners and watchers. Um, so guys, I implore you, honestly, uh, go out and get these books, uh, for the dollar value, uh, what you could possibly get out of it, I think is, is, is endless. And, uh, it's a minimal investment, a minimal investment. And maybe it'll just be that little, that little push that you need to get there. Uh, so I'm going to remind you, I'm going to be putting in my show notes on Facebook and on YouTube, um, all the places where to get the book. And, uh, Tony Giancola says great podcast, a mutual friend of ours. Uh, Tony to answer your question before. Yes. It's on Amazon. So very easily. Hey, Tony. Um, Angelo says, uh, Hey guys, Angelo Ange, uh, probably he just probably finishes other podcasts. So he's joining us late and it's over. <laughs> you can rewatch it if you'd like after. Um, so, uh, on that note, Carm, I appreciate you so much. Thank you so much for, uh, for everything you, you do for these people and, and also, uh, for everything you've done for me, I, I do appreciate it. And it was, it was so great having you on the show tonight, having this chat and, um, thank you again. Thank you. Actually, it's, it's helping you as, is, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's my pleasure. Honestly, it's it comes so easy. This is this is who Carmine is, uh, and Michael Steven is the same guy. Uh, but um, honestly, uh, I think you're you're an amazing gentleman. And and for anybody that that has got any you know need and, and advice uh, when it comes to uh, to mortgages and financing and stuff, call Lou, call myself. I mean, we're always uh, available to uh, to help you guys out. Yes, sir. I appreciate those kind words. Uh, I know a uh, mutual friend as well. Before we go out, hey guys, great podcast. Hey Tony, Joe, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Haven't seen him in a while. Miss you. We miss you, Toe. Uh, guys, thanks for tuning in so much. Uh, I implore you once again. Go on, get the book. Take care of yourselves, guys. Stay safe, and uh, we'll see you next week. Carm, stay on. We'll have a chit chat after. Thanks again, guys. Thank you. Take care, guys. Good evening. Thank Bye. you. Thanks for listening to the Agree to Disagree show. Make sure you like, subscribe, and tell all your friends about it. Until next time.